Word of God assures us that he who has begun a good work in us is faithful to complete that which has begun. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we give God thanks for this glorious new year that he has brought you and you and each and every one of you under the sound of my voice. He has brought us into this new beginning. He has brought us into this new beginning for a purpose. He's brought us into this new beginning so that you, like me, together we can complete that for which he has laid hold of us. It's the word of God, or the servant of the Lord, who rightfully exclaim, I will lay hold of that for which Christ has laid hold of me. There is work to be done. Hallelujah. Jesus, our Savior and Lord, is coming again. And while the world moves on in the secular things, looking for the next promotional holiday festivity, the church ought to be looking steadfast unto our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And coming again ought to be the theme song of our heart. Jesus Christ is coming again. We're not just going through the motion. I know that there are seasons. The Word of God assures us that there will be seasons until, until such times. And God has so put it into motion that seasons will come and seasons will go. But may I remind us that amidst the seasons coming and going, we are not stagnated. We are moving towards a destiny. We are moving towards a destination. Hallelujah. We shall see him and the world will behold him. Bless the name of the Lord. I was reflecting over the last several days, looking to God for grace to bring us into the new year. Not being presumptuous in believing, as some would, that they have the right to enter into a new year. We don't know truly what will unfold. But you and I are called to be, as all people are called to be, men and women of faith. Faith, believing God, to do for us what we can't do for ourselves. God has put into motion a plan, and no devil in hell will be able to thwart the plans of God. We have to stay the course to which the Lord has called us to. And things will happen. The cycle of life continues. But the people of God, who are called to be lights, to shine, Amidst a dark world, must continue to shine. I said we must continue to shine. God has raised us up as a ministry to carry out his mandate. It's not for us to look and to be concerned and taken up with what the assignments of others are. But for us to stay the course and be faithful to what God has called and assigned you and me to. He has given us a mission. And with God, we are still able to make a difference. I said, with God, we are still making a difference. It's unto the least that he has called us. And the mission of the ministry is still that of you and me acknowledging. We need to acknowledge, acknowledge who we are in God. We are still a royal priesthood. We're still a holy people, not because of your righteousness, but because of Christ. We're still a people belonging to God. God has blessed you with life 
to be yet in the land of the living because there is yet work that he requires of you. The mission is not over. The work is not done. I don't know of each of you what your family background in the natural has been, but I do know that God has called all people to be a part of his family, a family that will know no end. His calling is without repentance. What he has declared over you, he is still faithful to bring it to completion. It is he, Christ, who went out drawing unto himself disciples, bringing them together and giving them the mandate to go into all the world with the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Oh, brothers and sisters, as you and I allow the theme, I trust that will be that of our hearts in this year, coming again, coming again. Jesus Christ is coming again. I pray that that indeed will ring out from the depths of your soul because it will keep you and I steadfast, keeping our eyes focused on the price of that which truly matters in this age in which we're called to live. You and I are called to be ministers of reconciliation, reconciling a world that is dying, that is falling apart, reconciling people to God, showing them the way. He is the way. He is the truth. He is life. Hallelujah. And as you do that, and I engage in doing that, God will not only add to the body, the ecclesia at large, but he would even add to the local setting where you and I are called to serve so that we have others encouraging us on in the things of the Father. Somebody prayed for me. They sacrificed their time. They got down on their knees and they prayed for me. Not only did they pray in the realm of the spiritual, but they were actively engaged in the practical because someone was daring enough to bring the gospel message and share it with me and shared it with you. And now it's time for you and I not only to engage in praying for the souls of men and women, but for us to avail ourselves through which God can accomplish his purposes in the lives of others through you. I said through you. You have been anointed of God, called and anointed, so that you can accomplish that, not in your own strength, but through the enabling of the blessed Holy Spirit. What is our purpose? Our purpose has not changed, my brothers and sisters. It is simply, yes, to spur each other on, apart from the many things that God would have us to engage in. We spur each other on. We spur each other on to intimacy with God. Nothing can take the place of intimacy in your life and mine as children of the living God. An intimate relationship rests with you. Nobody can manufacture it for you. You have to avail yourself to him. He has not changed. He is yet available and he waits on you. He waits for his bride. He is the faithful groomsman. He loves you. He loves us. We are loved with an everlasting love. His arms are outstretched to us. And so we as a church need to continue to spur each other on to a deeper level of intimacy with the Father. He has called us and he requires of you and me 
that which is going to make a difference. Yes, brothers and sisters, he require of us daily devotion. If you and I are going to be victorious in our relationship of intimacy, daily we have to take time to be with the Lord. And sisters and brothers, I like to remind us that there's room for improvement there. I said there's room for improvement. It's good that some of us have a, a 15 minutes, a 20 minutes. You may have a 30 minutes a day in devotion. Some of them may have an hour. But whatever, whatever amount of time you have been giving to your devotional time, it's time we increase it. It's time we take it a bit higher and go a bit deeper. Isn't that right? We need not only to increase our devotional time, but your commitment and mine is that of continuous fellowship with each other. We come together in the virtual space. We come together in fellowship and family life gathering. The body needs you. You may be at a place now in your walk in God where you may even able to attest, I don't need no one. And that may be so for you. But sister, brother, others need you. You are needed. You may not need others to encourage you, but God has blessed you with life and positioned you in his body so that you can contribute to the body, to the effectiveness of the body, to the growth of the body. Your brothers and sisters have need of you. Have need of you. And so we've been coming together weekly in addition to Sunday. It's a new beginning. It's a new year. I said it's a new year. And I desire in God to go deeper as well as higher. But I can't do it alone. He sent them out two by two. He called us to be an ecclesia, a body. And together we accomplish so much the more. And so sisters and brothers, yes, we meet still for prayer. Without prayer, we can pack it up. Without prayer, my standing before us today would be an effort in futility. The prayer is needed. The house of God is still a house of prayer. It is still a house of prayer. God allows us to embrace this new year. A clean slate, some would say. I thank God for what you've been doing as an individual over the last 12 months. And I thank God that you have grown, even, even in your solo, somewhat, pursuit of God. And that must not stop. Each of us have to pursue God, individually, personally. But it doesn't stop there. What God imparts to you in your personal time of intimacy with him, you are now to bring to the body so that together the body would be ablaze. As I stand here and as I look, beholding the flames in the fireplace, there's not one log that is there. One log would only go but so far, but there's several logs in that fireplace, and they're all ablaze, and they're giving warmth to the place. Left by yourself, as brightly as you may be burning, you will soon burn out. But together, hallelujah. Oh, one will put a thousand to flight and two will do what? By God's enabling, we'll put 10,000 to flight and there's a need for doing such.